Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Good News Podcast. First, I'd like to apologize for the gap between the last episode and this episode. Um, it was just down to circumstances I couldn't control, but hopefully God helping me, um, I'll be a bit more consistent from here going forward. So we've been looking at the subject of the um, the believer's love walk. Okay, I'll start by saying that we are looking at this um, this topic simply because love in Christ is different from love in the world. The standard of love in the world is different as is different um, from what we have in Christ as love. Okay, so. We've been looking at this um, this subject for the past few episodes, so we'll run a quick recap simply because it's been a while um, between the last episode and this episode. So we start by saying that the believer is loved by God, that God has loved the believer in that he gave his only son, he gave his only begotten son. John chapter 3 verse 16 we say for God so loved the world for God in this manner loved the world that he gave his only begotten son okay so this has remained the ultimate proof of God's love the proof of God's love is the giving of his son and this is central to everything that he has given us okay the forgiveness of sin we have eternal life which is um, our union with him the union of the the union between the believer and God you know a union that has happened by God giving us his spirit what we call the indwelling indwelling of the spirit is a, it has its foundation all these um have their foundation on what on that god gave his son for our redemption it is the death burial and resurrection of his son that gave us his spirit that his spirit could dwell in us okay so this is the ultimate proof of god's love okay and an understanding of this love would only provoke an effective love work from the believer an understanding of it so everything the believer now does okay in his relationships with his neighbor is a response to how god has loved him so because you've been loved you ought to love you ought to love okay so loving christ is different because it is built on the foundation that god has loved the believer the believer has the spirit of god the believer has the spirit of god okay so the believer ought to love by the standards of how he himself has been loved okay so i said um i said to us in one of the episodes also that the the believer's love work is or how the believer ought to love is already defined is it's already defined okay so what the believer ought to do is to grow in the knowledge of that defined way the way the believer ought to love is already defined for the believer the believer has the nature of god that is the spirit of god in him so he has to grow in the nature or in the knowledge of that reality in the knowledge of that nature that he has okay paul will say in first corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 but he that is joined unto the lord is one spirit is one spirit so the believer has the spirit of god the believer has the spirit of god okay and when we go on to galatians chapter 5 we will refer to this um, subsequently in this study okay paul begins to mention the fruit of that spirit 
that spirit who is now the nature of the believer so the believer has a defined love walk a defined way to walk a defined conduct okay so what the believer ought to do is what grow in the knowledge of his nature which he received at new birth okay we looked at paul's um, Paul's prayer in ephesians chapter 3 from verse 14 down to 19 okay he says first of all that the father will grant who the saints according to the riches of his glory which he if we look at chapter 1 of that ephesians the letter to the ephesians he already mentioned what that the riches of his glory is found in the saints Okay, so he's he, so he's saying he's praying in chapter three that God will grant the sense, the wisdom, the revelation that they would know. Okay, that God will grant them that they will know according to that riches of His glory that is found in them. So Paul is praying for knowledge that the believer would know the realities of what he has in him, the spirit of God that is in him, the nature of God that is in him okay in chapter one he says that god will grant them the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of christ that the eyes of their understanding being enlightened that they may know what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in them so paul is praying about something that is already within the believer in chapter three he goes on to pray that being rooted and grounded in love rooted and grounded in love what love the love of god he said that the believer may be able to comprehend with all sense what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of christ which passes knowledge that the believer might be filled with all the fullness of god so a knowledge of the love of christ would lead to being filled with the fullness of god okay so that phrase being filled means um uh, activities okay the fullness of god it means that we now see the god that is in him being put on display being put on display okay the reality that is found within the believer will now be put on display okay so the knowledge of the love of christ okay would would result in the believer being filled in the believer putting on display the reality that is found within him okay so we also looked at the love walk among brethren okay and i said that when we believed we came into a brotherhood with other sins so there is a way um the believer ought to love the um, a fellow believer we also looked at the love walk towards um the people that hate you the people that um unbelievers so to say the people that don't belong in the same family as you okay in ephesians chapter 4 paul wrote that we should endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit which means to keep our focus, to keep our attention on the unity, on the oneness that we have in the Spirit of God, because this is what will strengthen our love work towards our brethren, towards the brethren, okay, towards the brethren, okay. So the love work of a believer is a massive one because it is central to everything, because central to everything God has done, for the believer is what is love is love okay is love and central to everything he desires us to do in response is love is love okay so everything we do 
on earth is a response everything we do for god's sake is a response to something that he has already um, that he has already done for us and in us by giving us his spirit he has given us the ability to live the way that he the way that he has like he has made us able to live a certain way he has made us able to live a, a certain way he says we are created we are his workmanship created in christ jesus unto good works unto good so we are created with the ability to do his good works to do his good works we are created with that ability okay we are created with that ability john 13 35 he says by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one to another so love is a proof the proof that we are followers of christ is found where in our love walk in our love walk paul in ephesians chapter 5 will say um, be followers of god that is walk in love so it is in our love work that we imitate god it is in the love you know in it is in <clears throat> it is in love that the quality of our work is measured now this even appears to everything including the ministering of the spirit of the gifts of the spirit okay let's look at galatians chapter 5 i made mention of it earlier 5 22 says but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith so we have this spirit this spirit is our nature that spirit does your work in us that work is manifested in love in joy in peace in long suffering etc etc okay so the fruit of the spirit is what is love so walking in love is walking in the spirit so the fruit that the spirit in us the fruit that our nature the spirit that is now our nature bears is love is love so we manifest these fruits by what by renewing our minds with knowledge of that nature the more we get to know ourselves the nature that we have in christ jesus okay the more effective we are in this so walking in love is walking in the spirit he says the fruit of the spirit is love the fruit of our nature is love is love okay i remember in first corinthians chapter 12 paul started teaching on spiritual things he mentioned the gifts of the spirit talked about the purpose of the gifts talked about the administration and so on and so forth okay he says but covet earnestly the best gifts and he says and yet i show you a more excellent way what is the more excellent way that more excellent way is love is love so central to everything we do in the faith is love love is our response to how we have been loved how we have been loved this love is found in our relationship with our neighbor okay it says be followers of god and walk in love so walking in love is how we imitate god so when we are when we are relating with people we bear in mind that there is someone who has loved us and has made us able to love and our response to all the work that god has done in us is to love 
our neighbor. He said, love your neighbors as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. So this is found in everything we do in the faith. You see someone that is sick. Your only motive is that what you love this person so much that you hate the pain they are going through. You lay hands on them and minister the gifts of healing. Minister the gift. So the gift of the Spirit also ought to be ministered in love. Everything we do in the faith is in love. You see someone that is hungry. The only thing that matters to you is that this need is met. This person's need is met. And as much as you have the capacity to do, you make sure the person eats. You make sure that the need is met. Because God saw our need for redemption and met that need. Even before we knew we needed him, he made it available. He gave it to us. He redeemed us. And that is love. So our response ought to be what the same as God's response to our need. So our response to our neighbor's need is what? Is to meet their need. Now, this does not mean that there won't be offenses. Of course, there would be. Your your spouse will offend you. Your, as long as you are here on earth, there is a chance that you'll be offended. There is a chance that your pastor will offend you. There is a chance that your boss in the office will offend you. There is a chance that the closest person to you on earth will offend you. There is a chance that that will happen. But what did Jesus tell us to do? Seek reconciliation seek reconciliation seek reconciliation he says if your brother offends you go and tell him you are the one that was offended you are the one being instructed to go and initiate the reconciliation process he says if he does not listen to you take one or two so it's not you're offended, you come on social media, you're, you're telling everybody, you're trying to paint the person black, to paint the person bad, you know. But what did Jesus recommend? That you, He said, if he hears you, you have gained your brother. So Jesus actually sees relationship as gain. It is profit. Relationship is viewed as profit. So there will be offenses there will be offenses people will offend you people that people that you care about people that you love they're going to offend you okay but in the midst of that hurt what do you do you forgive and you initiate the reconciliation the process of reconciliation peter asked him how many times will i forgive my neighbor seven times and he said 70 70 times seven times now jesus was not given a number jesus was just basically telling him for as many times as you are offended you forgive and that is love that is what he did he forgive he forgave our past our present and our future sins and he is our example he is our example. He is who we ought to imitate. In him we are forgiven forever. And that's who we act, we have to be. The same grace that we received, the same love that we received, we ought to give it out. We ought to extend it to our neighbor. 
So the believer's love work, first of all, the starting point is an appreciation that God has loved you. And not only in, found in found in in that his love for you, he gave you his spirit. And his spirit is, is his ability, his capacity. And that spirit is your nature. So in receiving his nature, in receiving his spirit, you also received his ability to love. So you start by telling yourself that you are able to love. You stop. Paul will say, henceforth, no be no man after the flesh. So you start by seeing yourself in that nature that you received that new birth, not who you used to be. Not that um, I get angry easily. That's who you were. That is the old man that is nailed to the cross. The old man has been crucified. So don't keep the old man alive in your mind. Fill your mind with the knowledge of the new man, the new creation in Christ Jesus, who you have become. That new creation has the ability to forgive. That new creation has the ability to love. That new creation has the ability to to feel to be joyful has the ability to manifest all the fruits of the spirit because that spirit is your nature so you fill your mind you renew your mind with the knowledge of this and you walk in that light so the believer understands the love of god appreciates the love of god and responds to the love of god by extending that love to his neighbor you have been made capable of loving you have been made capable of loving because you have the nature of god in you the spirit of god in you is now your nature is now your nature see yourself in that light praise god amen so this is where we'll be um, concluding this episode and this topic. Um, if there, if you have any questions, or if you have a contribution, or you just want to say hello, don't hesitate to send an email. Actually, I think you can leave comments now on Spotify. But um, yeah, either that or you send a message to goodnewspods at gmail.com. That's G-O-O-D-N-E wspodz at gmail.com i'll be expecting to hear from to read from you and until we meet again on the next episode take care of yourself god bless you